Hello and welcome back to the Adamsons Versus. We hope you are all well and enjoyed our last episode, the Adamsons Versus Tales from the Campfire. As always, a lovely welcome to my co-host, James Adamson. Hello everyone. So, this month we are going to be talking about something that is very topical um, in social media and particularly the the film world. I know we do a film podcast and we try not to talk about film things on here, um, but we're going to try and talk about artificial intelligence, aren't we? That's right. This is the Adamsons versus artificial intelligence. Um, Abbreviated we, to AI, which I imagine some people probably know it as. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. I, mean, I think, yeah, we'll start now. Let's not, let's not be formal. The Adamsons versus AI. Um, yeah, so we had a nice little summer break. Um, I think just we both had a lot on. Um, but having taken the time to rest and refresh, we hope we're back to entertain you in this incarnation of the Adamsons. You can also hear us on our film podcast, uh, Double Reel. But for now, we're going to try and entertain and inform and uh, just cheer you up a bit with our discussion of AI. I say cheer you up a bit. Some of our discussions wouldn't cheer you up. Um, We've had a couple of doomy ones this year. Um, But hopefully we can uh, have a look at AI and see what we find. Uh, Hopefully something will uh, be engaging about that. And we might, uh, might ramble off. We'll probably check in with Florida Man at the end. So, James, what what is... What is burning a hole in your mental pocket to talk about AI at the moment? So I thought that it was what I found interesting about AI at the moment is that it is, it's, it's causing a lot of controversy in Hollywood because um, actors are going on strike because they are not willing to let themselves be replaced by AI depictions of themselves. Um, that's that's a big worry. I know Brian Cranston's um, been seen passionately kind of protesting against it. Um. It's obviously a very, it's having a very negative impact in that side of things. But what I also found interesting is that it's also creating very funny content with a lot of AI music covers. So, for example, my favourite ones are songs, just normal songs that are being sung by people like Sheldon J. Plankton from SpongeBob SquarePants. (laughs) Um, You know, so it's, it's, for me, it's, it's one of these kind of, it's it's causing a lot of issues for people, and rightly so, because you you don't want to be replaced by it. It's a worry for everything, uh, for everyone, sorry. But at the same time, it's also very humorous, so I don't know if we'll be able to kind of figure out whether it's something that should be stopped entirely, if there's a kind of like a balance on like finding the kind of right level of wh- what to use AI for. I know um, everyone's favourite... Um, entrepreneur elon musk um says that ai is the biggest threat to humanity so yeah i thought why don't we talk about that and uh see what we could see if we see if we can fix it because we can fix everything yeah that's right yeah so i mean obviously we do a film podcast and although this is meant to be us sort of stepping away from the world of film like you say ai has been a thing over the summer in the film industry the writers are striking about it because they're worried about you know artificial intelligence script writing replacing them, um, you know because writers don't just write a script and go home. They get they're involved in an ongoing writing process. Rewrite this, change this, add that, uh, you know do an outline, do restructure, do a rewrite, and all of these tasks. There's there's a, a fear that they're going to you know Hollywood's going to do that. And obviously you talked about the actors stuff because it's not just actors, it's extras, it's everything, and you know it's people are worried about it, and. Because we're a film podcast, the first sort of thing that sprung to mind was just, you know, how we've, 
sort of seen artificial intelligence in movies did occur to me because you've got things like the Terminator 2001, the Matrix, Ex Machina, AI, which literally the, the you know, AI is in the title. Um, what what film or TV or whatever of um, of artificial intelligence is like, do you feel like is the closest to reality? Because sometimes it's it's a bit whimsical or a bit daft where they kind of, you know, create a person and, and you're sort of exploring, you know, Blade Runner and stuff like that. But what, and I'm not sure whether they're going to, you know, take over and, and, and bomb us the way they did in The Matrix and The Terminator. But what, what do you think is the sort of the popular culture depiction of AI that's closest to reality right now? Oh, no. I, I, it's not very recent, but I think her, you know, the Spike Jones film, I think that's probably the closest that I think. Oh, yeah, that's had. a good call, yeah. Because it's sort of like it's sort of like Alexa, but much more. What what if Alexa was alive and horny, basically? Yeah, but she, but she pretty much is. <laughs> <laughs> do you unless, think? Do you unless think, I've got a broken one. Do you think Alexa has a horny setting where no matter what you say to her, she sort of turns it around? Where you go say, uh, Alexa, order me a pizza, and she goes, "Well, I'd like to have a pizza, but I've got no way to pay you." <laughs> Are you- <laughs> Yeah, you, you you really need some new dog food, but she's just insisting that you go to the Ann Summers store on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, there was another one that was quite interesting on on the BBC called The Capture. It was a they've done two seasons of it now, and it's about you uh, using deep fake technology, and essentially it's uh, it's a tool of the you know intelligence services using deep fakes to they basically frame somebody because he knows too much and they use a deep fake to, that, that, sh- that, make, that looks like CCTV footage of him murdering someone. And right. it's, you know, kind of mind-blowing that he knows he wasn't there, but there's the footage saying that he did it kind of thing. That was quite interesting. Um, when, I, when I thought it through, I thought, you know, when you're talking about, you know, the future of AI, are they going to take over? Are we going to be surrounded by robots that think for themselves and replace humans and everything else? It, it feels like... It, the the most sort of unnerving sort of you know, AI and technology generally sort of stories are all in Black Mirror, aren't they? Yeah. And I thought it was interesting Black Mirror and what you were saying about like the actors is it's not the technology that's the threat. It's what humans are obviously going to use it for. Yeah. Because people are cunts, basically. <laughs> that's, you know, it's, it's oh, just to use the actor example, it's the use of AI... The, it's not so much the fact that AI is an available technology, it's the fact that the studios have said, we want to be able to use AI to um, create a version of you that says whatever we want it to say, endorse whatever we want to be in whatever story, not ask your permission, not pay you. And you turn up for one day's work as an extra, and then for the rest of your life, we can use your image as an extra and never pay you again. And obviously the actors are going, well, fuck you. Do you know what I mean? It's not even the fact they want to use the technology. It's the fact that they want to just exploit people. So it's the fact that human beings want to exploit each other that's the problem. It's like that... Um, do you see they had that that learning AI that, that basically they taught it... They, they just got went on the internet and, and got the AI to kind of, you know, be on the internet, consume what's going on the internet and sort of do searches and respond. And within an hour and a half, it turned into like a racist conspiracy theorist. <laughs> now that's not AI turning that. That's just if you point. It's basically it's, it's basically like a mirror pointing back at us. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I mean a bit of a pun on Black Mirror, but basically AI just reflects what we're like. Yeah. So yeah, it's not, it's not surprising that it's a piece of shit, then, is it? 
Yeah, I mean, artificial intelligence is a, you know, it, it, all its inputs are from human beings. And I think sometimes it's uncomfortable for us to see what that looks like. I mean, is there any kind of, is there any kind of good side of AI that you found and seen? I know you've got the, the, mu the music stuff is cool. And, and I think when you know it's not real, those deep fakes are quite funny, right? Um, it's it's when it's when you think oh that could be used to to misrepresent somebody that it looks quite sinister when the Russians are using it basically but again the problem is not AI it's the fucking Russians yeah, it's but the people using it. but some of some of that some of that music is quite you, you sent me one it was it was Freddie Mercury singing my heart will go on and it's it's, it's entertaining stuff but what what other sides of AI have you seen that you see as kind of positive or or entertaining or whatever so I've seen a lot of teachers happy to see it because it can help them with their lesson planning yeah I, I think as an admin tool there's lots of people saying this has got a lot of uh, a lot of usage right yeah the, well it's um my partner was saying she she hasn't used it but she said that she spoke to someone and basically she put in all the stuff that she wanted to teach about but she wanted to find more resources and um, I don't know if it was what, like something like ChatGPT, but ChatGPT just found all these resources like that and like cohesively put them together for her. Yeah. And then she read over it and then thought, oh yeah, this is actually this is some good stuff. Yeah, there's there's a lot of similar stories essentially saying, look, if you were going to use AI to clean up, admin, adjust, change, fix, you know, uh, you know, it, but but basically when you think about we use computers and we've been using computers now for. I guess uh, 40 years ago, there was a computer, one computer in every school and you went and had a computing lesson sort of thing. And 30 years ago, computers started to be on a lot of desks. And now everyone's got a computer, at, you know, on their table and in their pocket. Yeah. And a computer is there to automate tasks that previously were done by hand or weren't done at all. Right. So the idea of AI being an automation tool, I think, is kind of, yeah, get it. That's fine. You know, all those things that are a pain in the ass. You know, if there was an AI that could make PowerPoint presentations less of a fuck on, I'd be right there using it. Do you know what I mean? It's like if, if an AI can be the one that fiddles about with the squares and the boxes and the and the graphics so that I don't have to do it, I, I'd be all over that. So, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, I think it's often a case of people are afraid of what's going to happen with it, what might happen, because people are afraid of what's going to go on, you know? See, yeah, like you say, the problem I have with it is that it's, as fun as it can be, like I implore anyone listening to go listen to every AI cover you can find on YouTube because they are brilliant. They're they're amazing. And like there's some really nice things that people have done with them. So um there's someone called Stephen Hillenberg who was um you know involved in the making of the show SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. And AI um was used to sing uh, Hallelujah when he passed away. Yeah. And I imagine that would have been like if his family have seen that they that'd be like a nice touching tribute for him. Mm -hmm. Um and obviously, well, actually, out of out of these AI covers, this is this is a very bizarre story. But um, there's a cover of Simple Man. It's a cover of a cover. So Shinedown covered Leonard Skinner's Simple Man, and mm -hmm. I had the Plankton cover of it. And now we're going to have it at um, our wedding next year. Oh, lovely! Um, not the Plankton one. <laughs> that would be good because I was told no. Don't um, <laughs> don't, don't press the wrong button. But like, I might I might slip the DJ a tenor and see what he says. Yeah. But um, so there's things like that that people can find some enjoyment out of it. But what I will say, out of every you know AI cover or lesson plan, there's things like I don't know if you saw this. This was fucking disgusting. Someone did um, 
I don't even know how to describe this without wanting to get physically violent, but basically someone did a deep fake AI kind of depiction of James Bulger. That's fucking disgusting. And I'm not going to go into any more. It's horrible, and it was deleted off TikTok very, very quickly. But, you know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's the capacity for someone to do some... Re- now, with, with that, I don't know if someone was trying to do something that was like a kind of cr- bizarrely create something nice for James Bulger's parents. Didn't work. No. But, you know, it... Even if they were doing it like that, it's still a bit. It's a bit fucking messed up that that thing can be created. And the problem is, is that how do you monitor and regulate something like that? Like it's it. It would be easier. It'll be. I imagine what's going to happen with the kind of the the film side of it and the kind of scandal that's going on with that is that people are there'll, there'll be some sort of regulation that you know as an actor you can say you're not allowed to you know use my likeness in AI ever kind of thing like you have to hire me as an actor you can't you can't do that and because nobody nobody signed a contract or i would hope no one signed a contract saying they could be depicted in AI that it wouldn't be an issue at this point but it would for me that's an easier thing to regulate you know brian cranston can say you're not going to use my uh, my likeness yeah, in AI. all, 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 all of all of this is fixable it's just that human beings and capitalism are so fucking evil basically but how do you regulate just some some person sat at home on TikTok or on their computer? You can't you can't regulate anything like that. Well, yeah, and it's it's like all these discussions about the internet because essentially there's always been paedophiles, right? There's always been racism. There's always been these various things. It's just that when the when the technology enables it to happen so much and so fast that no one can control it, that's what gets scary, right? Yeah, and it's going to create things like people making you know AI covers of. Um, covers a deep fakes of James Bulger and things like that and I think that that's quite scary um, and like you say when they got a learning AI to scan the internet for an hour it became a massive racist conspiracy yeah case. and it's just it, it basically you take, take everything that's already bad and you can see how technology can make it worse it's like you know if if Simon Cowell had the technology he would very quickly use deep fakes to like release an album of Elvis covers of, of songs that you know that he never sang because he doesn't care about real music, new music, or any form of art or or, uh, or morals. But the fact is, Simon Cowell's already a cunt. It's just that AI enables him to be more of a cunt. <laughs> That's probably not a very relevant reference anymore because he's disappeared off the TV. But you know, him and him and his fucking giant nipple pants could use AI for something evil at the you know at the drop of a hat. And and I think that's what's scary. But would you have a problem with that if money went to you know Elvis's family or you know? Yeah, Freddie, I don't know if Freddie Mercury actually has yeah, a I mean, family. Like, if those songs. No, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's got family in an estate who ought to have copyrights. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. It's, it's, it's not so much that that's the issue. It's the, it's the, it's the fact that it's the same thing with the with the film stuff. It's not the fact that they would use AI to carry out some tasks. It's the first thing the film industry thinks of is to say, well, why don't we just get an AI to generate a fucking copycat story outline that's just a, a, a recycling everything that's ever been done before and that way we never have to do anything new or never have to have, let a creative person near the process ever again and we can just feed people the same pap 
you know, over and over again and not have to fucking worry about, you know, new ideas and people with egos and and paying people for anything. We'll just let the AIs churn out shit and hopefully the people will just sit there eating fucking crisps and, and let it be sort of beamed into their eyes, you know? It's it's that bit of it. It's the fact that there'll never be any new music. There'll never be any new art. There'll never be anything new or original. And everyone will just sit there staring at the fucking screen. And the world will turn into TikTok. Sorry, folks. You know, I said we were going to talk about this episode. It was going to cheer you up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, like you say, with, with all of these things, there's there's checks and balances that you could have. It's just, you know, it's just like the world's a little bit scary. I mean, the fact is, I think, I don't think the world is any less safe than it used to be from like sexual predators and stuff it's just really scary that they're out there on the internet and can talk to each other and can kind of re, you know it, that that that's the bit you know it's like like all of these things the, the the possibilities are endless which means the bad possibilities are as endless as the good ones you know yeah but if we're going to be optimistic i mean what what good things could ai do um well, like I said, it can. It's relieved some workload for some teachers already. I imagine it can relieve the workload of a great many other people. Um, it's 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 hard because it could do so many things, but you also don't want to take too much away. Like for example, if AI could make my job easier, I don't know how it would do that, but if it could make maybe the admin side easier, if it could make the you know, the kind of technical and, like, electronic side of my job easier, then great. You know, if it frees me up to do more of the actual physical parts of my job, then that's fine. Um, yeah, it's the same principles as you use with, with computers, isn't it? What what goes wrong because humans sometimes make mistakes or get tired or whatever it is? Or what can't humans do? You, you know what I mean? If like you're, you're, you're doing your best guess of what stock you need for the next four weeks, whereas an AI can kind of take perfect information about exactly what's been done of every product and kind of, if they were able to predict exactly what stock you needed for the next month and then it would all just arrive at the right time. And when someone comes in, just comes in and says, I want this, I want that, you've just got exactly the right stock you need. And you never have to be like, oh shit, we've ordered too much or, you know, we've, um, you know, uh, we've not ordered enough kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, part of my job is that it's it's all prediction based, so it's it's kind of not artificial intelligent as it is, but it it's all it's very detailed and it looks at the stuff we've sold, and sort of predicts when we're going to sell it. So if that makes it a little bit easier and like you know covers our back a little bit more, but with that, what happens with everything like that is that when our job gets made easier, they kind of they take away the hours. So what would happen is that maybe I would get less hours at work, or someone else would get less hours at work because they need me to do other things and the other person that could have been doing those things goes, and you know what I mean? Or like vice versa, you know what I mean? So there could be that kind of side of things. And I don't want to sound like the kind of people that we have in that, you know, get frustrated and angry at self-checkouts because they're going to take our jobs away because they're not. But with something like AI, if that, if that does all the kind of ordering process and all the administrative side, then what do the people that are meant to be doing the admin do? Do they do more of the stuff I do, which is kind of like the day-to-day stuff? Yeah. So it's 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 a worry because obviously you still want that job, but you want the job to be as you know as easy as possible. So it's it's hard. Yeah, um, I mean it, it's that those those are challenges that could be faced though. I mean if 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 as a society we said, you know. I, you know, we, there's times when society's handled this badly and times when society's handled this well. 
But if you said, you know, in, in the 1970s, right, that, okay, we're not going to mine coal in the northeast of England anymore. But what we're going to do is right now we're going to plan for the alternative technologies to produce energy instead of coal. And we're going to bring them here to this region. And what we do is every time we close a mine or every time we like change or, or scale down this industry that we're trying to get rid of because of the pollution, we will, maybe with a bit of subsidy, maybe with a bit of spending, but it needs to be done and will benefit from it in the long run, we'll replace it with a, with a renewables energy job. So you were working there, you're now working here. Nice soft landing. All we want to do is kind of change things so that, you know, the air's cleaner and we've got better forms of energy to stop people being out of work and, and, and you know, damage to their community will we'll manage that transition. No one would complain. Because I was chatting to some people the other day and said, look, it is actually, the the whole area of the Northeast actually looks very picturesque now, now that there's not fucking coal mines and big fucking coal-fired power stations everywhere. And the, the problem is the pain that we went through. Do you know what I mean? So, and the thing with technology is that, all right, computers are going to do these jobs in 30 years. So why don't we start planning for that? Why don't we start telling kids to start getting a job in X, Y, Z now? And why don't we start retraining people and moving people into different industries now? And then when the change happens, it'll be less painful. It's, 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 it's a decision we could make as a society, you know? Yeah, it's... There's, you know, the, the admin... Because at the same time, right? organizations always feel understaffed right public so you know we haven't got enough we haven't got enough nurses we haven't got enough people we haven't got enough you know a, a number of places i've worked that, that I, I there was a time when you felt like there was a person for every single job and it was pretty crowded but now a lot of companies feel a bit understaffed so it really would be a case of if society really wants to they could take the benefits of ai and just if if the problem is taking jobs away from people there's always a new job but you need to kind of work towards that because look at all the jobs in technology that didn't exist before computers were everywhere, right? It's just society could work for that. Just society could do something about that. Do you, do you think there's a worry though about what AI is going to do? I mean, do you think you know? Do you think there is a genuine worry that AI could start? I don't know. The computers are just making all the decisions and just you know don't give a shit about people anymore. Any of that? Can you can you see any dangers of that? Because all we've talked about at the moment are bad shit that humans could do and if we wanted to change that we could make people better rather than technology do you know what i mean is there something wrong fundamentally with ai that we need to worry about i think what's what's worrying about ai is that it it can learn of its own accord kind of thing mm -hmm. and you know without it sounding like too much like the terminator franchise if it starts becoming like you know uncontrollable and like a big kind of all-encompassing knowledgeable thing then you know how, how would we stop something like that just if we left a, an ai to just learn everything it wanted on the internet then you know what's to stop it you know becoming you know a bit of a security threat Do you, know, you know like if it, if it can scan the entire internet and then know everything it can on the internet and it scours every last uh, corner of it does that not become a bit of a security threat for, you know, if it, it has some sensitive information in it? And it doesn't care about protecting people's privacy or it doesn't yeah. it doesn't care about the fact that that information being disclosed is going to make that country declare war on this country or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's... On the other hand, if it spends too much time on the internet, it's just going to believe too much about chemtrails and that the Apollo moon landings were faked. 
Yeah. <laughs> but the what, what what could we do about this? I mean, I mean, people ha most people think the technology is is a good thing now because you know if you if you suddenly find yourself without phone signal and and you have to kind of call people up on the telephone to, to fucking book something that you can now do you've always recently been able to do online and now you have to fucking talk to a human that pisses me off do you know what i mean i want to talk to a human about something else you know i, I don't want to have to go just small things like i don't want to have to repeat my takeaway order 86 times to someone who's tired busy and has got a noisy restaurant behind them and they don't want to have to kind of try and hear what i'm saying and if i send them the order online and they find the order and give it to me we're both happier both people at both ends of that process yeah so it's almost a case of if humans took better care of each other ai would just be another tool you know yeah i mean i think certainly in, in like for what i do you know working in retail i think it's it would help me with my kind of admin side of things and i don't i don't particularly do that much admin um and i think I think that's the best way to look at AI is that it can mm. enhance everything as long as we kind of have a way to kind of monitor it and make sure that it's being used effectively and, you know, correctly. And I imagine, especially in your, what, what you do, where you're working with computers a lot and you have to do all sorts of like equations and calculations and stuff, it can mm -hmm. streamline it for that because then it can make everything you do much more precise, you know? Absolutely. I mean, there's the thing about oh, there's the worry that software developers could lose could lose their jobs because um, you know AI could do a lot of things that they do, and technology is a is a, an industry that's in so much fluid and in flux anyway that you know your job might go to an offshore site anyway. And the thing about AI is is that so, there's so much bad software development because you've got people in four offices trying to trying to come up with a plan and come up with a stupid idea. AI isn't going to make half the mistakes that people make when they're developing technology, you know? Um, there's, there's some stuff we're just reading here about uh, the, the benefits of something like healthcare is that there's a lot of people that don't can't easily have access to a doctor. And it's very expensive in, in a lot of those places. Not everyone has an NHS. And if you actually had a really like well-developed kind of database and information that people could say, I've got this, that, and the other uh, problem, what do I do? You're not relying on the computer to diagnose their symptoms, but you go, well, okay, we can sift through that. Someone's just said they've got this problem. You could have an alert that says, right, that person needs a doctor now. Here's a bunch of things that are straightforward enough that if I ask for some advice, I get the advice. Don't clog up the lines. Don't clog up the... Um, you know the, the the appointments at your local GP. You can just get that answer. Um, technology can kind of be a lot more data driven. I mean, um, you know, your uncle, my brother in law, he works in in the health service, and a lot of his job is analytics. Now, there's a whole load of AI analytics that could, you know, and it wouldn't be about oh we'll replace him. What you'd say is those AI analytics would enable him to do ten times as much. There's one thing they found. They've 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 come up with the number that says if you can get someone who's had a heart attack, if you can get the ambulance out to them in under an hour, they're going to live. And if you don't, they won't. So they've got a genuinely data-driven, because he's did, lo did loads of analysis for that, the data-driven analysis that says that should be the target. If someone's had a heart attack, the fast you've just got to get an ambulance to them fast and set that target and work towards that target. Now, it by, by its nature, 
you're always working on slightly limited data points when you're a human being sifting through data and you've got enough time, you've got enough support, you've got to go to your boss and say, look, I'd like to, I'd like to go into this data, please, and say, oh, we haven't got that data. Do you know what I mean? All of these things you go, well, you know, he could do a lot more that's data-driven. He could say, well, look, we're, we're going to learn about how, you know, how best to... Um, how quickly we need to get someone from like A and E into surgery, or what 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 data have we got about what what goes wrong, or uh, you know you know you sort of had your foot broken and you got you were given the runaround by the NHS. If they had analytics where someone is telling them, right, if someone presents with these symptoms, send them to this this department now because they're going to get their problem answered ten times as quickly. AI can. And I'm probably the least qualified person to describe what I've described, but hopefully I've, I've got the point across. So that good analytics and data could make someone go, right, I've just described, I've just plugged what you've said into the computer and it says that I need, you need to be seen by this team and you need to be seen by this team in less than a month. Well, how much easier is that to go, all right, well, we'll do that then. And, and, and that yeah. kind of thing, if you use the information, if you use the technology, so it's almost like a case of, can we program AI to be kind? Can we program AI to not fucking disclose? Because this is the other thing, right? AI could could reveal all the information and there's no privacy. But fucking human beings do that all the time. You get GDPR breaches or you get fucking Donald Trump gets into power and fucking tells the Russians where all our spies are. Do you know what I mean? It's like at least if you if you programmed AI to do the right thing, it would do the right thing. It wouldn't start taking a bribe from an oligarch or just naturally be a cunt and and cheat on you. Do you know what I mean? So maybe I would be better than us, like driverless cars and stuff. Driver, you know, I had an incident with a driver last night. Um, I was on an A road. Do you know one of those A roads where the speed limit is seventy, but because it's an A road, you have roundabouts and you have bends in the road, right? You can get forty max kind of thing. Yeah, but this this is a this is a, a straight straight of the road where the speed limit is seventy miles an hour. But you need to have the brains to know that because we're going around a bit of a bend here, and I know there's a roundabout coming up, I'm going to slow down a little bit, and I'm going a little bit faster than all the fucking slow trundling cars in that lane. I'm on there's only two lanes. I'm on the inside lane. I go. I'm slowing down a little bit to go around this bend, and when I get a chance, I'm going to hop into the other lane. And some cunt is right up my back. I mean, his headlights are you know right up at my my rear bumper. And he's pushing and pushing and pushing. And I'm slowing down for good reason. I'm trying to get into the next lane. So I just go, right, I'm going to slow down a bit more because the highway code says you need to do that. And also, I don't want to have to do what I'm doing at high speed with this cunt behind me. So I slowed down a little bit and then got into the next lane. And he got so angry that I slowed down that he came up parallel with me and swerved towards my car as if he was going to try and run me off the road. Unfortunately, he didn't fucking do, you know, do anything more than that. Um, but then like sped off and like weaved in and out of about five different things and then was slamming on his brakes because guess what? There's a fucking roundabout there, you stupid cunt. And a driverless car would not have done that. A driverless car would have gone, I should slow down to 58 miles an hour on this bend because even though the speed limit is 70, there's a bend in the road and a roundabout coming up. So there's a lot of areas where AI would be better than a human, wouldn't it? Yeah, well... Definitely. And I think with when you were talking about the kind of NHS stuff, I think it what what I've actually found out, I don't know if I told you about this, is that when I broke my foot, I don't know if we've spoken about this, I've broken the fifth metatarsal of my foot twice in less than a year by merely running. Um so I've obviously got a weakness or a problem there. And I've been to see orthopedics twice this time for my current for the second fracture and only on the second time they said, oh yeah, you should have been referred to foot and ankle. And it's like, well, why wasn't I? So basically I, I fractured my foot at the end of, um, in the middle of June and then I had my 
follow-up appointment two months later in August. And I said, well, why wasn't I just referred to foot and ankle when I broke it in June instead of coming back to orthopedics? And the guy just shrugged. And I went, well, what? So surely AI could have done something there where as soon as your details are logged on the system and a referral needs to be made, they can go, right, well, you need to be sent to the right department. Instead of me wasting, you know, that orthopedic surgeon's time, them wasting my time because then that appointment could have been freed up for someone who actually needs to see orthopedics and then I could have just waited yeah. for my foot and ankle. Well, um, there's, the, there's the simple one, the funny one. And I think we told this story on an earlier episode, didn't we, about the fact that you needed a neurologist and they sent they sent you to a urologist. Yep. Now, an AI wouldn't make that mistake, although it would be funny if an AI decided it wanted to bend you because over and examine you. it became a prankster, yeah. <laughs> but... You know, there's that simple stuff like that. But also, like you say, an AI could instantaneously or pretty close to instantaneously analyze every time every other person has come into a hospital anywhere, not just in your local health authority, but fucking every every record that's ever been put in their computer and say, right, in 97% of cases, when someone presents with that, there are these three things that you need to look at. And, you know, look, your, your mum, you know, worked in healthcare for a long time and she she would, you know, she will often say, look, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they, they do that? Do you know what I mean? Because she knows what the procedures are. But the fact is, the next person might not know what the procedures are because they're inexperienced or because they're hiring cheap people now or just because that person hasn't, you know, doesn't have the experience and or, or just doesn't follow the, the procedures properly. AI delivers that level of consistency, right? Yeah, well, like, like you say, we can't expect doctors who are already overworked and swamped with everything to remember our know the like instantly where to you like where to refer someone what to you know prescribe them and i think it would just things like that it would help right away wouldn't it if you went online when you had something wrong with you and you went to your gp's website and you just put in look i have been coughing i've been coughing up green stuff i've got a temperature i've taken my temperature and you put all the symptoms and it says look we can get you a face-to-face appointment in a week or you can have an online referral this afternoon and we can go from there kind of thing and it saves it saves you phoning sitting in a queue it saves potentially having to go in for an appointment um with your gp if you can do it all online anyway you know that kind of thing and i think it wouldn't necessarily i wouldn't expect ai to be in everyone's phones and be able to x-ray and scan your entire body you know, that kind of mm-hmm. futuristic stuff that you see where, you know, Tony Stark does something that says, oh, yeah, you've got three stress fractures in your ribs. We can do this. You know, I don't ever, I, well, maybe not in our lifetime anyway. Yeah. But I think AI would definitely, it would streamline a lot of, you know, yeah, stuff. Yeah. It would cut out a lot of gray areas. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, you could set rules that says, look, for certain things, you should still see the doctor, right? But the whole point of that is that the doctor has like 100 people who want an appointment. Only 20 of them really need an appointment and the other 80 could get what they need by feeding their information and saying, oh, I'll go to the pharmacist and get this tablet or whatever, right? But you don't know which 20 actually need you to look at them. So what do you do? You have to see all of them. So you don't replace the doctor. You just make this fucking overworked like person sort of more, um, you know, able to do more. There's some interesting stuff that AI can do. I mean, you might not be aware of like, or or maybe you are because you're, you know, but did you know that they've come up with some AI that have the ability to like, uh, not just do facial recognition. So you show them a a face and they're kind of, they can do do facial recognition, but they've actually got in manufacturing, they've basically point a camera at, uh, you know, machinery in a manufacturing environment or anything that, that might, you know, ever get broken and need to be repaired 
And if you've got cameras and AI set up monitoring an environment, they can actually see um, to an infinitesimal level. Actually, you see that kind of, there's a device that just kind of, I don't know, it goes down and it uh, it's a cutter. Say it's a cutting tool and it cuts at an angle every time a piece of metal comes through and it cuts that piece of sheet metal and comes through. It can detect 10 times quicker or many times quicker than a human that it's just going slightly out of whack and it needs someone to go in and kind of fix it and oil it and tune it. And that stops the machine going wrong. That's because a human would have to wait and go, oh, that's going really wrong now. That's fucked. You need to replace a part. Whereas the machines can kind of go from a, a, the AI with the ability to see that can just track it and say, right now, if you just do a, a much smaller, cheaper fix, that equipment is going to stay, you know, in good, good nick for a lot longer. And, you know, more reliable, more, um, uh, you know, safe, more, you know, cost-effective manufacturing, just because the AI has got the ability to see things human can't, humans can't, right? So you're not replacing a human's job. You're, you're getting it to do something that humans could never in a million years do because we can't see that. We can't detect um, that the curve of a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a piece of manufacturing equipment is a couple of degrees out. Never in a million years, right? Yeah. And I think what, what was good about the, um, the pandemic, which is a weird sentence to say, is that um, I needed to see, I think I needed to see a doctor a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And after that, it it was the kind of same process. So when I broke my foot, I got, um, I didn't have to go into any. I was just sat on my sofa and I phoned NHS twenty four and they said, uh, "Look, we'll get a guy to phone you back." And he did phone me back at ten a.m. and I was at the hospital for eleven and I was out the hospital by half twelve. When the fuck do you ever hear that? Mm-hmm. Especially with our current NHS. And I thought that was much better. So I didn't have to. Didn't have to hobble into my car and drive in my car when I probably shouldn't have been driving in my car because I got told off for doing that. Mm-hmm. But the guy, a video call, and then I just turned my camera to my foot and he went, so I had a lot of bruising and he went, okay, that doesn't look very good. It looks like it's your fifth metatar, so I can get you at the, the hospital. Uh, what appointment would you like? And I went, what times have you got? And he said, half an hour. And I was there in half an hour. So, you know what I mean? And if I'd done that normally, you go into A&E and you've got to go to the back of the queue of everyone who's not necessarily there for orthopedics, do you know what I mean? You are you are there because there might be someone there who's got a like they've been stabbed or they've like had an accident and they've got um they're bleeding or they've got someone who's got, you know, like an infection, they've got like, you know, really bad tonsillitis and they're in any mm-hmm. you go to the back of the queue if you go to the emergency waiting room, whereas if you wait for the specific department to phone you because you've put your 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 symptoms in over the phone, which what mm-hmm. we're saying is is that we should just do with ai yeah now obviously we there's going to be a lot of skepticism if we just tomorrow change to um change to ai there'd be a lot of no well no well whatever goes wrong whatever doesn't do right these things always break but if in 10 years time i'm giving my symptoms to artificial intelligence and it gets me the correct person to speak to quicker i don't have to sit in a queue i can sit on my couch and wait for a a video consultation then absolutely and if i don't have to sit on hold with nhs 24 because that's you know that's an absolute pain in the ass if mm-hmm. i just go onto nhs website and go this is my whole health board this is what's wrong bosh we'll be back we'll get in contact with the next four hours cool you can sit you can wait the comfort of your own home not in some dingy hostel waiting room you can just you know wait till you actually need to go and see someone and then there's not clogging up of um hospitals that you know that kind of thing there's no mass yeah the the, the, the the hospitals aren't sitting there going right i've had to deal with 10 people all of whom could have fucking taken a paracetamol and left me alone and not come into hospital at all right yeah 
um, and the the funding challenge uh, is slightly easier because because the you know the the if you're in an area where the local health authority is well funded, a lot of those things work a little bit better because they've got more funding for people for activity and everything else. And other areas that are a little bit strained are a very very busy city and everything else. Well, they need that most of all because that you know the fact that AI is a little bit cheaper or more consistent or but and enables you to you've got more scarce resource so ai enabling you absolutely spot on correctly using those resources is all the more important right yeah exactly um since we promised the, the lovely audience that you know we would try and come up with a cheery or quirky look at this I, I thought i'd try and come up with some stories about ai that would be you know the funny side even if they don't necessarily say AI is good or bad do you know what i mean um if you've got any please chip in um but I don't know how AI this is, but basically you've got smart vacuums like these rumbas and stuff. And they're, they're programmed to come on at a certain time and detect that there's stuff on the floor and, and hoover it up. Um, well, this is the one where a, uh, a, they had a puppy who was um, not fully house trained yet and did a poo in the night. And their rumba was, uh, or rumba, however you pronounce it, was uh, programmed to turn on at 1.30 in the morning and start hoovering up. But it hadn't programmed it to recognise dog poop, which uh, I think, but I think you can do. Um, but this, it, because it wasn't programmed to recognise dog poop, it just kind of went past it and went over it, and it smeared the dog's poo all over the floor uh, of that room, from the rugs to the furniture to the floor, all the way to the skirting boards, all over it, because they hadn't told the uh, the, the Roomba what to do about uh, about the dog poo. Yeah, I've seen I've seen funny Roomba ones where they've they've you know they've come to the back door and there's a little ledge and it gets stuck and it's just a notification sent to someone's phone that says Roomba has fallen off a cliff yeah it is <laughs> and then there's the one that um uh for some reason they uh Alexa turned on the music at two o'clock in the morning really loud and like turned on the the, the party mix right um and it got so loud and no one could turn everyone off because the people were, were away from home and they had to call the police because they said, oh, there's a loud party next door. And when they, couldn't, when they opened the door, there was nobody in there because Alexa had just like turned on the party mix at two in the morning with nobody in the room. That, uh... So maybe, maybe maybe Alexa waited until everyone w- was, was away and, 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 and organized a party for all her AI friends. <laughs> I read one when it was a, a child that was, I think it was in America. Um, oh, yes, it was a child in America. Sorry, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sense of it here. Um, uh, just asked Alexa to order a dollhouse and some cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it, because it was tri- it, it it had some sort of setting where it says if it hears somebody something, uh, it'll it'll make purchase recommendations. And there was something on the telly, um. And I think I think the kid had uh, had asked Alexa for it or something like that. There was another one of a news, um, like a news show, and like one of the the broadcasters or the anchor said, um, "Oh, I think reading about that story, saying, oh, did you hear about that girl that said Alexa ordered the dollhouse, and then it started ordering dollhouses for people that were just watching the news." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you got to be careful what you set Alexa up for because the defaults on any on any system of IT are always a fucking pain in the ass, aren't they? They're not the ones you want. There was an example in New Zealand where um, there was a, a robot passport checker. 
Yeah. And it rejected an Asian man's application because, because his, his eyes, eyes were closed. closed. Yeah. AI is quite racist. And the, had a, and the reason AI is racist, right, is because AI is picking up on everything. And AI is picking up on all the pictures on the internet and every article that's ever written about people of different ethnicities and every kind of attitude that we, we might not... That This is the whole point. Unconscious bias is picked up by AI. Again, AI is racist because human beings are, basically. But it's so funny that it picks up stuff like that. I had an example recently, actually, where... I got my um, my new car, but the way that the timing of the new car and the old car's tax was lining up is that I had to kind of mm-hmm. tax my new car and then I would get a tax refund and I was like, right, yeah. whatever. And the DVLA being the DVLA sent me a fucking check. Yeah. And I went, oh, for fuck's sake. And I think it was a week where I was working, like, where the bank would be... I, I didn't want to go to work early and leave the boys... Uh, the dogs in, sorry, that sounds weird. I call, we refer to them as the boys. We leave the dogs in yeah, too, yeah. Uh, too long. So I thought, right, they have these things where they can scan your check now. Yeah. They are fucking terrible. <laughs> they are fucking terrible. Have you, the, the TSB one specifically is the worst bit of like, you know that thing where you can like, you can scan your face and it can, mm-hmm. they've got like age recognition to make sure that you're over 18. Yeah. It couldn't scan a fucking check. It wanted to scan the back of the check. There was nothing on the back of the check. It was a blank bit of paper and the front uh, had all the details on it. Um, the thing I, is, the, the, the reason yeah. stuff like that doesn't work is because it might, it's not AI. It's because these are technology solutions set up by people on IT projects. And every IT project I've ever been involved in, there will be at least one moment where someone says, there is a problem with what you've set up and something will go wrong, exactly like you've described. We should probably avoid doing that. And the people with the decision-making responsibility will always ignore that person and it will always fuck up and it will always go wrong. And I've been at those meetings enough times that not only can I picture the meeting where someone could have avoided that problem, I know what they're wearing and what biscuits they were serving at that meeting because it happens every fucking time and that's people not ai because people are fucking stupid and won't listen to reason i I swear to god i i'm as concerned as everyone else about ai right but if my project decision makers were ai and i said this will go wrong if you do that i know an ai would fucking listen a little bit bit angry there this is one uh, yeah i feel much better um (laughs) until it happens again um, this is another one about AI being racist. And if you heard this, someone set up a beauty, uh, an online beauty contest. They invited people to submit their photographs, and they got a, an AI learning machine to judge them. Because the gimmick was be the first person to be to win a beauty contest that was judged by a robot, basically. Um, but the algorithm in the machine uh, excluded all women with uh, dark skin. Oh no! Why did it do that? Because people fucking left it alone and, and and it did some of the learning itself and it noticed that when you go on the internet and, and, and Google beautiful woman, the vast majority of pictures are of white women because, again, people are racist. Oh, the, the, this, the pervasive societal um, attitude towards black women is just being reflected in that uh, in our AI. So basically what we're saying is that AI is never going to work because humans are already fucked up. Yeah, I mean, maybe our saving grace will be that the machines will try to take over, but they're fucked because somewhere in their technology, they're running on Windows Vista. <laughs> and they can't kill us because they need someone to press Control or Delete every 10 minutes. Last one, last one, the last funny story, I think you, you like this one. 
Uh, Alexa plays porn instead of a children's song. Yeah. Uh, this could have got a lot worse as well because a toddler asked his family's Alexa to play his favourite song, Digger, Digger. Um, so that could have gone wrong. Alexa heard something else. And in response to the request, Alexa said, you want to hear a station for porn detected, hot chick, amateur girl, sexy. Alexa's dirty mind didn't stop there either and she continued to name a number of porn terms in front of the toddler. <laughs> And the incident was caught on tape, so they've got a recording of it. So, so that's with, that's where AI can go wrong. So with with like, so this isn't AI, but at my work, when we get um when we get new products in, they like to generate sales data for the computer. Yeah. And if you don't intervene and catch that, the computer will order you a fuck. It's called like parameters. So. It goes by like the like by how many boxes you sell a day, so the parameters is how big the space on the shelf is. Yeah, you plug that into the wee machine that gets uploaded to the computer, and it basically says, right, we sell we sell three boxes a day, so we need to make sure that we've got a minimum of two boxes. It goes by minimums and maximums, so that we've always kind of got enough. Um, I don't know if that if that makes sense, but basically, if you kind of set the system up to say, look, we sell three boxes a day, let's make the parameters a bit larger so we can have more on the shelf so there's always some for the customer. But when it's something new, it just goes, no, you can go fuck yourself and it'll set the parameters to something like 10 boxes over 50 boxes. Yeah. And then you're sat with a freezer full of like pizzas that nobody's ever tried and we don't know if they're actually going to like and they might sit in that freezer for months and months and months because they're tuna and banana flavoured pizzas and nobody's going to fucking order them. Which I find quite quite interesting. The computer goes, no, go fuck yourself. This is how many pizzas we're ordering. Um, which is, it's like we've got to kind of work together. You've got, AI is there because it's, or the computer's there to kind of, it's it's trying to do everything automated. But then you've got to kind of take the computer and say, look, come on now. You just, you just shut the fuck up and let me do my job. <laughs> yeah. Look, the thing is, some of these things are just teething troubles, right? Yeah, uh, well, f- f- I think for us it works, it works pretty well. But obviously, if AI can make it much better, then obviously, why wouldn't you want that? Um, yeah. The, 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 this this is just another funny one. It's just it, Reddit is always a good source. You know, they're always trying to get AI to write things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and see if they can get AI to to replace a certain job. This is someone tried to get an AI to write an AI bot to write an obituary. Oh no. Um, the thing is, I bet AI now is so much more sophisticated or that, that, that someone put the, the wrong parameters into the instruction, but it's funny anyway. Um, uh, Brenda Tent retired from living at the age of old, surrounded by family and natural causes. A librarian from birth, Brenda was an avid collector of dust. A librarian from birth? <laughs> she, she had a sweetheart and married her high school. She loved having hobbies and Sad. helping and helping her sons to be disadvantaged youths. She had no horses, but um. thought she did. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? The church gave her a choir because she sang like bird and looked like bird, and Brenda was a bird. She owed us so many poems. The funeral will be held in 1977 at Heaven. In lieu of flowers, send Brenda more life. <laughs> That's quite good. I want my obituary to be like that. That's amazing. But that's like, um, have you ever, um, 
Have you ever seen any Chinese mistranslations? Yes. Uh, the one that I liked was when they, they're doing the English translation of the different ones, and then the, the, the gynecological ward, they just got cunt doctor. Amazing. Because <laughs> I, I think they tried to get rid of a lot of those in 2008 for the Beijing Olympics, but um, those are just the best things. That, that obituary sounds like what you would translate my French exam into. Have you yeah. actually like, translated it into Google yeah, yeah. Translate? Yeah, just go- yeah. Google Translate is better, but these days, if you take a complex sentence, it still can't do it. Ich bin ein Berliner. <laughs> so the thing is, AI would get rid of these things, but I think these are quite funny. So the, I, 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 we're changing subject a little bit. We're digressing a little bit, but I love these Chinese mistranslations. Um, there's a, a a section in a Chinese uh, supermarket for dried vegetables um, because of a one of the characters looks a bit similar to another one. It's just called fuck vegetables. Fuck vegetables. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason. Nice. You get there's a picture over the basically they've got a fire extinguisher on the wall and over the top of it they've got a little sign saying what it is, but it says hand grenade <laughs> instead of. Um, Another one where they're like, there's a sign telling people to worry about trip risk. It's like a slippy floor or you might fall down. And the English translation just says, slip and fall down carefully. <laughs> uh, there's a sign here, I don't even know what it's meant to tell you, but it says, beware of missing foot. <laughs> the wild... <laughs> <laughs> uh... There's another, someone's like tried to translate a Chinese menu and it's got the water fries, the potato. Right. I, I don't know why the water fries, the potato, and then underneath it, it's got potato, the crap. <laughs> the potato, the crap. And there's a 7 Eleven in, uh, somewhere in China that's um, got a slight mistranslation. It's just they've picked up the wrong word. Instead of Coke, they've got cock. So they've got 500 milliliter cock. Cock zero, cock light. So this isn't a Chinese translation, but have you seen the... There's a chippy in Northern Ireland somewhere where it's got an Ulster Scots translation of the menu. No. Yes. So chips are bristle tatties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like some of, the, some of them are like... I've never heard of bristle tatties, but my favourite one is fish is translated to fash. <laughs> Yeah. Peas are, peas are translated to pays. <laughs> yeah. Beans are translated to bines. <laughs> Small bottles, wee battles, jars. <laughs> water is just water with another T, water. You should tr- then what you need to do is you need to get an AI to try and translate that into another language and see oh. what comes out. <laughs> Some of them are like sausages, sassinger, sausage, lank, slanger. <laughs> <laughs> Pasty's just pasty. <laughs> I love that. I didn't realise people still spoke Ulster Scots. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff where people do with it, like a bit of a sense of humour, and it's all like AI's been used to do things that are quite funny, like the, the character from uh, uh, SpongeBob singing songs. People are very funny with stuff like that. AI can't be funny yet, can it? I don't think AI's quite got the hang of uh, of jokes. Not intentionally. No, yeah. And any jokes it, it does have, it'll be from stuff online. Yeah, because someone was trying to do a thing. Who was it? It was a stand-up comedian. I'll tell you, it was Ed Byrne. They had um, 
he was on the Richard Herring podcast, which is a good listen, folks, if you, if you might already know it. But um, Richard Herring is quite interested in whether AI can do certain jobs. And one of the questions is whether AI can do a comedian's job. And he asked a chat GPT or one of these uh, AI bots to um, do a stand-up routine about, he picked a topic at random, uh, in the style of stand-up comedian Ed Byrne. And... Um, it simply could not do it. It basically took like your generic American, what's the deal with? And then just threw a couple of things in there. And it was like, no, that doesn't sound anything like Ed Byrne because it's just, you know, he's watched a couple of, um, watched a couple of, uh, you know, YouTube uh, American stand-up comedians and ha- can't really pick it up. They probably are going to get better, but jokes and stuff. Was it someone said uh, AI doesn't have childhood trauma, so it can never, it can never get a job as a comedian. Sorry, say that again. AI doesn't have childhood trauma, so it could never get a job as a comedian. <laughs> I thought you said AI had childhood trauma. No, no. What would, what would AI's childhood trauma be? I don't know. Um, childhood trauma for AI. Fucking dial-up modem. That was pretty funny. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I, When I was a kid, I only had dial-up and I couldn't access the internet properly. That would be an existential thing for a uh, for an AI. So, so I mean, do you think do you think people have got a good reason to be worried about AI? Do you think it's going to head that way? All the all the bad ways that people are talking about. Um, I no, I think it will be reined in. I don't think it'll ever get to Terminator vibes. I think the problem. I think. AI, what's hold, what's stopping AI from taking over the world is that it just learns from humans, and humans are fucking stupid. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not really an issue yet. If it became intelligent and managed to make its own conclusions and ignore the stupidity of mankind, then we'd be fucked. Yeah, but it it, it won't. It's made by humans. It's it's made in a fucking Windows computer. It can never be intelligent. Um. Imagine if we we were saved from the dangers of AI by them programming an AI to predict the problems with AI and avoid them. Oh dear, that that's like some minority report. Yeah, that's right. That's going right into the that's going right into the singularity that has. But I mean, the the, the other thing is is that like, like if people, I think, are the problem. People will take literally every technology. And every idea, and find a fucking nasty thing to do with it, you know, because because that's what they do. Oh, we found a way to do this. Oh yeah, do you know how many villages you could bomb with that? That's just that's not an AI doing that, is it? That's a human being. So, AI. What 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 do you think the future holds for it? <clears throat> I I think what AI might do is that it might exacerbate or accelerate some of the problems that we have at the same because the same it's like the internet the internet and you know digital technology like is vastly improves some things and vastly makes some things worse just because the internet is a it's a you know technology is an automation internet is just a way of making all the information available all the time do you know what i mean so it's just it has positive and negative impacts i think the positive impacts of ai are the good uses that people will put it to that could do a good thing and i think the negative aspects are it will speed up some of the things that are wrong already <clears throat> some of the problems that we have will be exacerbated and sped up and, and sort of intensified and maybe the saving grace will be that people will just have to face the problem 
because you know it's like it's 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 highlighting the fact that there's a lot of racism it's highlighting the fact that there's a lot of hate it's highlighting the fact that you know that group people are greedy and exploitative and i think it's going to push it's going to push those limits because you had things like the you know the automation in the industrial revolution and i think what it did was is that people responded to that by saying we need to start looking after people better you know suddenly you had people working in factories and it was a much less healthy environment and they said well we've got to change this we've got to you know so people I think people will campaign against the problems and I think people will fight it but I think what they need to do is they need to not fight the technology they need to fight the aspects of humanity that are making that technology bad because if you did that we would have a better world amen so I mean look that's where we are in AI I think you could have a you could have a um you could have a conversation about AI once a month and it would it would have moved on considerably from your last one, couldn't you? It's such a fast-moving environment. But I think that's our, you know, that's our take on it at the moment. You got any other thoughts about it? I just hope he keeps making plankton covers, if I'm quite <laughs> honest. I think that they're just, they're just incredible. I don't think I've ever been so emotionally moved by someone that doesn't exist singing Diamonds by Rihanna. <laughs> um, Very good. I think yeah, human human ingenuity. Because the, the fact is, a, an AI wouldn't think to do that with AI, would it? That's got to be a human going. This will be funny. Because you think about it, the AI didn't come up with that idea. They used AI to do it, but that was a human being who thought of that, right? Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's where the good stuff is going to be. You know, sift through it and find the good stuff. Any other stories that or thoughts? I mean, we've kind of done AI, but sometimes we we chuck in other stories or other things that have happened that people might find funny and entertaining. Um, this isn't really a story. This is just an observation. So I don't know if you noticed at the start of the year there was a Harry Potter game that came. Out. Well, not Harry Potter, a Hogwarts game that came out. Mm-hmm. And I've just kind of noticed how in in Hogwarts, obviously, if you are in this universe if you are someone that is a wizard or has cap- like magical capabilities you get taken to hogwarts school but they're all quite well behaved mm-hmm. there's never like you know a guy that's just from drum chapel he's a bit of a he's a bit of a ned he's just a bit of a you know deviant but he because he's got magical abilities he has to go to hogwarts and he's just like a bit of a ned and i want mm-hmm. to see a film where it's just a wizard that's just a pure bam like he's like he's trying to turn water into buckfast. <laughs> I mean, w- would you want uh, one wizard who's who's like that to disrupt the the nice kids' school? Would you like to see a, a magical school for scruffs where all this, all all the iffy, like disruptive, like uh, naughty kids go and they're all at one school? I think we just need to see. A wizarding comprehensive school. A wizarding comprehensive, yeah. Because it's funny, isn't it? Because like Hogwarts, like is is like it's the magical equivalent of a of a of a private school, isn't it? Because yeah, it is. It's, it's because you know it's very exclusive. It's very posh and everything else. But if anyone there turns bad, they turn into evil fascists who try and destroy the world. Because you know we're seeing that all the all the bad kids from Eton they don't go on to fucking uh, you know rob banks or. Or, or just live on benefits and be an asshole. They uh, they take over the they take over the country and, and and ruin it. And they're basically Slytherins, aren't they? But it would be interesting to see what a magical comprehensive would like. 
<clears throat> and then have a Quidditch game against Hogwarts. That, there's there's the J.K. Rowling spin-off story. It's the magical. It's the magical comprehensive. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like everyone in Azkaban, the prison is you know what you're in for. Or I tortured this kid's parents um, till they lost their minds, or you know I'm a murderer, or I'm accused of murdering thirteen people. Um, uh, I'm 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 mistreated my elves. Yeah, that kind of thing. And then there's like there's no one in there like what you're in for. Or oh, I stole that broom, mate. I, I was caught. Um, I was caught falsifying, magically falsifying my scratch card so that I won every time. Yeah. <laughs> and they're and they're so dim that they've got that power, and they only do it to win a tenner. I was, I was, <laughs> I was kidding on so I could get benefits for the Ministry of Magic, mate. <laughs> what, what is the yeah, the Ministry of Magic's benefits fraud department look like? <laughs> That should be an Azkaban kid you never paid your wizarding TV license. <laughs> do you think do you think they have mobility brooms? Do you think there's a government department of the Ministry of Magic that's got to come up with like mobility brooms for like the geriatric wizards and stuff? Oh uh, that I think I think we've got <laughs> I would I would say let's write to JK Rowling, but she's a cunt. The so magic to... the, the magical DSS. Let's let's write to the uh, Warner Brothers and tell them we've got a really good idea for a film. They'll just have to come up with a way for it not to seem too um, too Harry Potter-esque or they'll get sued for copyright. I'm a wizard and if I'm lucky, this water will turn to Bucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, you know what I've noticed? Everyone gets like a toad or an owl or a cat. Why are there no dogs in Hogwarts? Oh, uh, yeah. A magical pit bull. But they'd had one in the first one that tried to kill them. I think I've answered my Oh, question. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, magical dogs. Well, the thing is, can you imagine a magical dog that like that creates that uh, goes up to a massive size and then decides to try and hunt Dumbledore's leg <laughs> and breaks every bone in his body? <laughs> I'm just imagine Hagrid bringing uh, that three-headed dog into the school. And saying, oh, I didn't mean no arm. It's all right, mate. He's friendly. He's all right. <laughs> yeah. Never a fly. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely a dang- an owner of dangerous pets. Yeah, that's the only thing I've noticed this month. <laughs> shall we shall we go and see Florida Man? Yeah, what's he been up to? So for look, if we have any new users, uh, new listeners, welcome. Um for those people who uh, who already uh, already listened before and know what happens here. Um we just like to look through the headlines at the latest Florida Man stories. It's been a little while since we did when we took the summer off, so we've got quite a lot of stories to draw from here so i'll just kind of i'll try and stick with the happy go lucky ones because there are also like florida man you know buries his wife in a shallow grave and that's not nice and we're not yeah, gonna I mean, it's hard to have a joke to have a joke about that um let's find some of the most uh, colorful ones um florida man trying to cycle through the floods after hurricane adelia I saw that one. I also saw the other one that said, Hurricane Adelia gives Florida man the hammock over water that he's always wanted. <laughs> That's very good. What a hero. Um, this is a good one. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe I'm just going to read the headline and imagine what it was like, because I don't think the reality could ever be as good as this. Florida man arrested for trying to rob Waffle House with finger guns. Yes. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> Basically, he's the only man in Florida who can't get his hand on a real gun. <laughs> but he was arrested for unarmed robbery. 
Florida man arrested after posting his new Mercedes Benz he stole on social media. Yeah, that's just a dumb one. Fantastic. Florida man catches long man catches Florida's longest ever Burmese python. Florida man survives being stranded at sea for over twenty four hours. What a fucking state, man. I'm gonna try. I just saw. I just saw one. I just want to scroll down and find it and forget. Yeah, you're it. you're not fucking wrong about the grim ones. Yeah. Florida man kills teen son with angle grinder. Ooh, Jesus! It's inventive, but it's still pretty dark and horrible, isn't it? Then the cycling through the hurricane. Um, I don't know where it's gone. Maybe, Shut but I don't. I, de- I, def- I definitely saw this. I'll just do this quickly before I forget it. Naked Florida man twerks for video doorbell. <laughs> not even, just not for anyone. Just the video doorbell. I don't know what he was doing, but he's got naked and twerked in front of the video doorbell. Sorry, go ahead. Shirtless Florida man demanding refund throws rocks inside McDonald's. Ah, oh, Jesus! And then a double homicide. Another homicide, someone murdering murdering someone with dementia. Florida woman addicted to breastfeeding her husband. Woo <laughs> Just I'm, I don't I don't I don't want to click that that um story in case there's a photo. Titty milk. <laughs> Bitty. <laughs> Florida man braves blood water on inflatable duck sorry, Florida man braves flood water on inflatable duck. <laughs> Florida man paints himself white and is still arrested. What? what? Okay, I have to click this. I have to click this to see what is it's this about. Like a, is this maybe like a black or like Hispanic guy trying to get away from the police where so he paints himself white? I think so, yeah. I think he's just a bit of a strange so he gentleman. He looks like Kevin Hart out of Epic Movie. <laughs> yeah. That is just a bit strange. Florida man should avoid wrestling armadillos unless necessary. I I read <laughs> I read something about armadillos. You know, if, you know, their uh, shells are so tough that if you shoot it, it's it's got a risk of ricocheting and hitting you. Hmm. Well, I kind of I think that deserves any that, anyone who that happens to deserves it. Um. Man arrested for drunk driving while wearing an I'm the reason the beer's always gone t-shirt. Oh, yes. Oh, I found the the, uh, the the twerking for doorbell camera now. Florida man wearing no clothes twerks for doorbell camera. Which means there was a noise at the back door. God, who's got a, a video doorbell at their back door? I would if I lived posh, in fucking Florida for fuck's sake. Um... Yeah, at 1.30 in the morning, the homeowner told 911 that she heard a jiggling noise coming from her back patio door as if someone were trying to open it. Oh, it's that kind of jiggling. The complainant checked her ring doorbell camera to see a completely nude stranger wearing only a head covering to hide his face, attempting to open the door. In the ring cam, she saw the individual making obscene gestures and bending over to expose his behind to the video doorbell. I don't know if this was Florida, but I saw a video of a man... Like it was a repo guy. It was quite smooth the way he did it, but he, um, he basically just pulls up under the car and repos the car right away. Like mm-hmm. it was instant. It wasn't like a, 
you know they have to like get get out of the car and like hook it it was like yeah. instant and the guy spots the guy trying to repossess his car runs out and you think oh my he, he lifts his hand up if he's going to shoot him but he's holding a hose and just shoots the guy's car with water <laughs> so that's very good pss, pss, pss. <laughs> i'm going to read the headline i'm not sure what the story is going to tell under this but the headline's quite interesting five florida women arrested after clogged toilet triggers chaotic brawl in chicken wing restaurant. What? Some of these aren't available in my region. Oh, it's available in my region. Check it out. Five women were arrested after they, alleg after they allegedly intentionally clogged the toilet. Um, <laughs> oh, it's stuffed with toilet paper and a group of five women might have been to blame. Uh, and it's not nearly as fun as the headline sounds. I'm not. I'm, I can't be able to read through that. This is a bit dark because it does involve a murder. But Florida woman kills her flatmate and then covers herself in Mountain Dew to wash away the DNA. Does that work? Asking for a frame. <laughs> Apparently not, because she got caught. Oh. Uh huh. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just find uh, one or two more of them, and then we're done. Florida man says he was scared during traffic stop. Tosses drugs out the window. I mean, it's only correct. Yeah, it's like probably the right thing to do. <laughs> okay, Florida woman fulfills childhood dream of becoming a stripper, just like her mum. Yes, God, the family. <laughs> Right, are we going to get to read this? Is this allowed in my region? It's allowed in my region. <laughs> the The accompanying picture is just like a pair of women's ankles in ridiculously high heels. It's like, okay, that's probably the only safe picture. They said, like, they probably did a safe for work uh, Google image search of yeah, from, um, from of, the of strippers. Down, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Sabrina of Tampa, Florida, had a dream when she was just 14. Her mum, a former exotic dancer, gave her some of her old costumes to try on. Oh, she, I think her mum kind of encouraged her into the... And, yeah, after practising for two days straight on a pole, she auditioned at a club. Yeah, yeah, look, the, I think the headline tells you everything you need to know. There's nothing more like that. No, there's a couple of dark ones here that I just want to ignore. Yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty grim month for Florida. It was pretty grim. They, they obviously get quite nasty in the uh, in, in the summer. Florida man threw alligator through Wendy's drive-through window. Amazing. <laughs> it's just, I think that tells you everything you need to know. Have it. Florida man got naked, then flooded a hospital. I mean, let's see if there's anything interesting about what he did or how he did it. Barged in, got into a private room, pulled a high-pressure water pipe from the wall, causing the area in other rooms to flood. I think he was just a crazy person. And Florida man to give vasectomies to peacocks. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I think the idea is that this is actually a uh, a very eminent scientist or, 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 or doctor from who happens to be from Florida who's worked out that if you want to control the population of peacocks, you don't need to cull them or kill them. You can just let the, um, let the males uh, have as much fun as they want without getting anyone pregnant. So I think we should just give the, the, the peacock a round of applause there. I think they're the winners here. Um, and all right, final one, final one. Florida man sells fully functioning F-16 jet fighter online. Amazing. I love that. Well, it's, a, it's fully functioning in inverted commas. So I bet you it's not fully functioning. And this is about eBay mis-selling, which they need to fucking crack down on. 
you remember like after well obviously i don't remember i remember reading stories about you know after the soviet union collapsed there was just a bunch of tanks and stuff and you could just you could message a guy in russia and he'd be like yeah i can, I can get you a tank yeah delivery is going to cost you a fortune but you could get a tank you want a tank you can get you a tank. i'll get you a tank well yeah there's florida man in, in amongst the very dark dangerous and horrible stuff but uh uh, there is still Florida Man is still being funny and colourful, so thank you, Florida Man. Uh, any other thoughts for the audience before we wrap it up, mate? Um, no, I think we've uh, I think we've given a good and and Florida Man a good kind of run out there. Yeah, very good. Well, listen, thank you for your patience while we took the summer off, like the pair of like ponces we are. So we took the summer off. It sounds like we went to uh, like. Uh, uh, Florence and, and lived in our villa but no we were just really busy and had shit to do over the summer but um, no I went to Clydebank <laughs> went to Clydebank they're not Merchant Ivory are not going to make a movie about your trip to Clydebank yeah great movie yeah very good yeah The Passage to Clydebank yeah I, I think you know I mean Helena Wonham Carter used to star in those things in her like pretty starchy dresses she, she'd probably be well suited to do a Merchant Ivory Clydebank story in her modern scruffy attire so there was this wasn't Clyde Bank. This was um, this was Drum Chap. I was driving home, and um, there was a guy crossing Great Western Road, which is a dual carriageway, mm-hmm. and he was pushing a wheelchair. Had a toddler on his shoulders, and a bag of shopping, <laughs> and I think maybe a backpack. I can't. It was all a blur, but I remember driving and just like looking at this guy, thinking, Jesus Christ. I've done. I've I've walked around with a very similar setup, but I've never tried to cross a dual carriageway with it. Because I don't know if you remember, but you 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 always insisted on being carried on my shoulders. You wouldn't walk until I was seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why my shoulders are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I wouldn't cross a dual carriageway in that getup. I would find a while pushing or a wheelchair. No, I think no. I never never pushing a wheelchair. I'd, like shopping. I think a shopping trolley full of stuff and you on my shoulders. I've definitely done. But not, you know, not recently, not in the last 18 months or anything. <laughs> uh, okay, so are we done? Yeah, I think so. The dogs have started uh, humping again. So oh, well, you know. That's usually a good indication that... <laughs> that means that they've had enough and you need, to, you need to give them some exercise before they start getting out of hand. You made that sound much weirder than it needed to be. I meant take them for a walk so that they don't... Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. I, Never can't mind. Believe I can't believe I'm having to put a disclaimer on this podcast, but no, I do not have threesomes with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not where I was going at all. Okay, you all right. You made it fucking weird. <laughs> you made it weird again. All right, never mind. Okay, before we make it any more weird, why don't we say goodbye to our lovely audience? Uh, thank you for this. We'll We'll see you another time. Bye. This was The Adamsons vs. AI. Next time it will be The Adamsons vs. Something Else. The music was District 4 by Kevin MacLeod. Speak to you next time.